You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am starting to wonder what has really gone down at the house. Like, Are for you sure real. that you want to like pull this band-aid off? Like that's I I don't know. I mean, I'm only about two people back, and, and I'm how already many people t- do you need to go back? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, that's true. A- 80 years worth? I mean, who knows what is going on? But I'm just saying, what I've uncovered so far, very recently, it's already pretty unnerving. Like, there's been some major activity that's happened at my house. Like murder? Uh, I don't think that far that I know of yet. But oh. I'll, I'll explain what it is here in a minute. Jesus. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today, as usual. Um, so Sarah's going to give me some uh, some information a quiz or facts about something that I've got to do this weekend uh, here at the end of the show that I need help with because I really don't understand. It's a it's a very big pop culture topic that I'm going to have to be involved in over this weekend. And it's I, something you know nothing about, and I know nothing about. Yeah, it. and this is but like, I've got to pretend like I do. But it's also people like it, this isn't one of those casual things. Like people are obsessed with this. Yeah, so we're we're gonna she's gonna help me with that here. Towards I have the a friend end of the that's show. covered in tattoos, like from this particular. Really? thing. Oh yeah. Let's just say what it is because you're gonna help me out here in a minute anyway. So if anyone can find it, like a good quiz or a basic thing, all right. Greg is hosting a panel. On Harry Potter. I'm hosting a panel on Harry Potter at Rose City Comic Con. I'm, I'm, I'm emceeing. I'm not hosting it. I'm moderating it. So, so all you have to do is just like point at the people who actually know what they're talking about, I right? I do, but here's the problem, though, with, with doing it. So Rose City Comic Con's this weekend, and, and I'm going to be down there moderating a few different panels, which is great. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be awesome. Um, and there are all kinds of different ones, but this one in particular, since it's a Harry Potter-specific panel... Um, and I haven't read the Harry Potter books or seen a lot of the movies. I'm a little bit nervous that I'm going to get tricked by somebody in the audience because there will be a Q&A session, you know, and they'll ask a question and I'll like either relay the question, but they could just make stuff up and I would have no idea if it's true or not. And I'll relay it. And then I'm going to end up looking like a complete, a complete idiot in front of the entire panel and be like, ah, that's not actually from Harry Potter. That doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like somebody's going to get me. I, I don't want a gotcha question. That's what I'm afraid of. Nobody's going to do some gotcha jur- What Was it Sarah Palin? Gotcha uh-huh. journalism? Gotcha journalism. Oh, my God. Well, I, anyway, I'm going to need your help. So just to fill me in, even on the basics that you know, because you know all this stuff. So somebody's going to have to help oh, me yeah, with that being pointed out, You definitely need to know what house you're in. If the sorting hat is on, placed on your head, like, all where right. did you go? Where I do know the sorting hat because we did a bit about that when we were on the Rick Emerson show um, where I had to be the sorting hat. Mm, house of Slytherin. This one oh is hard to tell. God, I had blocked that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Remember we did that for some like bit. So anyway, Jesus. I get that part. Uh, muggalo. That's like a normal human, right? Okay, you're gonna have to get to this. We'll get to this towards a the end muggalo? of the show. Muggalo, really? Muggle? Okay. A muggle? A muggalo is it? Oh, it's a, a human who likes to dress as a clown. <laughs> <See, my> clown. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, I, he already got me on there. He already got me. All right, so. We're going to need some help here towards the end right, of the show. All right, I'm going to find right. a quiz because I think that but there's no teaching you. You just have to like see if you can – what we're basically down to is we just have to see if you can fake it till you make it. Okay. You're not going to be able to learn it before. So. But it, you're going to have to help me out. Okay, well, let's do that towards the end of the show. Okay. Then we'll do a quiz. We'll do a quiz. There's already people now in the live chat from employmentradio.com slash live. They're saying I'll give you $5 if you say Muggalo at the panel. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. Like, What's I do up, like G-Nibs in the house? I'm your favorite Muggalo. Oh, that was just embarrassing. You have to do it. I know it will be embarrassing when you do it. No, that is not going to happen. All right, well, anyway, uh, the other thing I want to bring up, and just to remind everybody and keep this uh, on the top of your mind, is next Sunday, September 17th, we're having the Fun Employment Radio live show at the Landmark Saloon, followed by the Brewers Cup, which is the cornhole tournament involving the Brewers. Um, the live show, it's going to be a live recording and from a live studio audience. So it's basically going to be like a live show, and it's going to be amazing because everyone takes it seriously. Like you think like, oh, you're just going and watching people casually play like some cornhole. Oh, for the cornhole part? Yeah, for the cornhole part. That's what it's, I mean, like our, our part, you know, we're going to do our thing. We're going to be our silly selves. But the cornhole part, it's fun. It's like watching. It's like the Olympics. Yeah. Of cornhole. People take it seriously. You can pick teams. You can pick sides. It's eight different breweries or ten. I can't remember how many breweries are part of it uh, off the top of my head. Um, but a bunch of different breweries are going to be there. They're all going to be serving um, 
serving their beer will all be on tap. On top of that, we're going to have a side game that's going to involve uh, all of you listening to this show if you want to be a part of a separate cornhole thing that we're going to be doing at the same time. Simultaneously, you have to be there on Sunday, September 17th, in order to sign up. You can't sign up ahead cornhole time. sounds. Simultaneous cornholing going on live at the Landmark Saloon. We told you we put on a good live show. Oh, yeah. So, and uh, in addition to our actual live recorded podcast, we're going to do our podcast live in front of all of you. It's all free. It's Landmark Saloon, September 17th. The live show starts at 1130, and then the rest of the day's events unfold from there. So be down there. Uh, get there about 11. Get there about 11, I would suggest. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk about – right, we're just going to kind of pick it up from where we left off okay, yesterday. Okay, yes, and I did kind of I, – I found all of our Harry Potter stuff is, is good and set. Okay, okay, good. All right, so we'll get to that here in a bit, and you can help me out. Muggalo Island, that's not – okay, I, I'm already confused by what people are doing. So Because they're messing with you, Greg. I know, that's they're the problem. They're fucking with you, That's Greg. what I'm afraid of. It's gotcha. They're giving me gotcha questions. Okay, so yesterday – Oh, and you know it's Gary Potter, not Harry Potter. <laughs> that's his cousin, right? Okay, yesterday on the show – um, and uh, you can just listen to yesterday's show. We were talking about how over the weekend, a woman showed up at my house. My house is from 1907. She said that she lived there 60 years ago. And uh, I don't know a whole lot about uh, a lot of the people who own my house before. I mean, it's from 1907. I have no idea who built it. I only know like a couple of people back, really. And that's it. One that of kind of includes friend, this lady. Right? Yeah, one of them is my friend that I bought it from. And, and that's now really the other, about the it. The lady, Sally, that you met. Yeah, Sally. And so I know Sally from 60 years ago, and there's just this blank piece of history. And so I've decided to try to figure it out. And, and uh, yesterday, thankfully in the live chat, uh, Courtney suggested a location that I could go. There's the Multnomah County Records Department where I could go and find some information. Now, they have some stuff online for Portland. You can look back a little ways, but the records get real spotty. And, um, so I went down there, and Sarah went with me. This was right after the show yesterday. Oh, yeah, because it's right down the street. I'm like, I'm going with you. I want to find yeah. out this mystery. Yeah, if you heard the end of yesterday's show, I mean, we really did leave right then and go down there and went down and, and to this records department. And you kind of look stuff up uh, there. They have computers, but that's not where all the information is. And there was um, there's, there's a bunch of different ladies that were working there. And there was one lady at the front desk. Oh, my gosh. And- all right. The, just <laughs> Lisa Greg is going to be dancing around this for the record. And they were all very nice, they lovely ladies. They were awesome. Ladies. Yeah, yeah. So do you remember, I don't know if you recall when Greg talks about how um, <clears throat> perhaps sometimes uh, some of the more more seasoned ladies <clears throat> tend to uh, like his little face a little bit. That I watched it happen. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought I was dead or something and a ghost because I was not even acknowledged <laughs> when I walked in there. Like, Greg walked in, I'll just like bouncy, like, hi, look and see how she's like, well, I don't usually do this, but <laughs> why don't we go over to the computer and check out what we can do? And I'm just kind of standing there, like, okay. And like, she takes Greg by the arm and walks away. I'm like, I could be a significant other or something. And she just like totally just left me standing there. I'm like, okay. I guess I just stand Well, here. she wanted to help me out. She really did. She really did. And so she escorted Greg over. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm watching this. And there was a lot of arm touching. And Greg's just an uh-huh. idiot. So he's oblivious. He's just like, ooh, cool. I'm putting it about my house. And she's like touching his horse. Like, so how long have you lived there? So do you know anything about it? All right. See, here's what we can do. Like, you're not supposed to do this. But if you go ahead and click here, we can probably get you that information in like two days, maybe three tops. It'll be fine. Well, no, so, that was the different lady. Oh, that yeah, was a different no, there, one. There was, it was an office full. Of, of ladies who loved Greg. I, yeah, you like, know, minus I, this one, by the way. Minus this one. Yes. Because I was invisible. <laughs> I was just a, a ghost who just did not belong there. Hey, you know, it worked out. I liked they They were all very, very friendly to me. So I was appreciating the good service. Oh I mean, they God. basically walked me through everything. Seriously, it was, it was like awesome. he was being escorted. Like it was like he was being pampered. Or <laughs> he walked in and like he's like la 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 la, like traipsing through a field and like all these like these um, again lovely middle aged ladies are just coming like from everywhere, being like, "How can we help you? How can we help you?" <laughs> <laughs> I was a big deal there for a minute when I walked in. So so anyway, she helped me look through this and oh, she helped. Um, the way the records work is you can only go back so far. Whatever is in the system, in the in the public system that you can look up, you can look this up even online. Um, that uh, that's as far as it goes, and then they have to go on to the actual film, like they have to go onto the film to like look it up. So that's how it's all been stored. And so uh, then I had to talk to another lady, and this is where. Sarah was proven right later on in the day. So you have to fill out this information, and they take whoever the last owner was. 
that they have in the in the computer database and then they have to look at that person and then go backwards from there and that's the only way you can track who owned the house it's not by the address it's by the person oh that's which weird. i thought was really strange so well i mean i i guess that makes sense yeah because they're the different humans that own the house yeah but you would think that one property would have like a list of everybody who's owned that property but that's just not how it works well since your house is so old i mean did they and I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm I don't not know. A I'm just saying yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it works. Uh, and she did say, this was, a different, this was a different lady. She said it was probably going to take about three days and they'd be able to email me a copy. And I may have got it in about three hours. So she, she expedited so my I request. So I will say this. So, for, yeah, so there was, a, so the woman who was at the front desk was much old, she was older than um, the other woman that Greg was talking to. Again, the other woman completely ignored me as well. And, um, so this, you know, the first woman came and escorted him and she's like, oh, let me know. And she was very helpful to Greg. As I was just standing there, I just I didn't know what to do because everyone was ignoring me. So I just started playing on the computer, like it was like <laughs> like I was back in computer lab in like you know 1992. I'm like okay because that's about as old as the computers were, and I'm just sitting there like clicking around on things, like looking, seeing if I can find like solitaire or something. <laughs> like, so yeah, so Greg's talking to the first lady and the second lady. They've all like you know tee hee hee and exchanged phone numbers or whatever, and then so I filled out her uh, card for how good was my service today, and I gave her all fives too on top of it. Are you? kidding me? <laughs> no. <laughs> you little kiss ass. <laughs> I totally kissed ass. I was like, yeah, oh. I, I just want to make sure, like, what's your station number? And I got her station number afterwards. And I'm like, I just want to make sure you get all fives because you've been wonderful. <laughs> oh, my. I doubled down on it. Are you kidding no. me? Which one? The first lady or the second lady? I did that for the second lady. Oh my God. I would have done it for the first lady, but I didn't know where her card was, so. Uh yeah, oh yeah because I'm gonna have to Are be going in here. Are you using this as like your like private dating factory, Multnomah <laughs> County like like services? <laughs> no, I'm not using it as that. I'm just uh, you know I'm like I'm gonna be going back there probably quite a bit. I mean I have 80 years of history to get through, and each time each trip's gonna be one. Oh, one and they person. know it. They were just like, oh, the quicker they got we me get him the, the info, the quicker <laughs> the quicker he can come back. Well, they were very lovely, and I think they are awesome. So. Uh, they were quite nice to me and quite friendly. Okay, so, so yeah, so when we were leaving after I'd been ignored the whole time, so I like made sure to like loudly say like, "Thank you, have a good one." <laughs> I was, I was here the whole time. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> well, here's what happened though. So I did get some well, information. Can I just say really quick when yeah. we were leaving? I was just like the first thing I said as soon as we stepped out of the door. I'm like, "Oh, Greg," I'm like, <laughs> "You still got it." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like. You and the lady, there, there was some magic happening right there with you and the ladies. <laughs> well, I did call it, didn't I? And then you like, did she call sends it. you the information three hours later when she says it would be three days. Yeah, uh-huh. it was supposed to be a long time later, and I got it pretty quick. All right, so here's uh, here's the deal. So I tracked it back to 1986, and I just I think this is just an interesting process just to figure out. You know who did own this house? So like deep, how Greg. I, I'm not saying it's deep. Like I, do you, is it not? If it's not interesting, it's absolutely. You are. I know you're stressed out on Thursday. Sorry, I can't. I, I forget. I can't poke at you very much. It is. It's fucking fascinating, especially since you live in a haunted house with God knows what happened. It is. I'm sorry. I was joking. I was. I was pushing too hard. Well, I'm I was just teasing you. Okay. Well, so it goes back to 1986. Was the when I could find the person. That's the person I had to get off the microfilm. And so that's the two people. Is it a microfiche? What? Is it called microfiche? I don't know. I thought it's microfiche. I thought it was the F I uh, F I C H E. F I C H E. Microfiche. That's what I always thought it was called. I don't know. I thought it was just microfilm. I mean, this is. Are you messing with me no, right I'm now? No, I'm not messing with microfiche? you. Microfiche. I honestly don't know. Uh, oh yeah, maybe it is. My, is it microfiche or microfilm? Yeah, my, a flat piece of microfiche? film containing micro, uh, micro photographs of the pages of a newspaper catalog or other document. They called it microfilm, but maybe oh, flat sh- okay, flat sheets are microfiche, reels are microfilm. Okay, cool. Look, we're all learning something. Huh? A micro cards are no longer produced, but printed on cardboard. Okay, well, I guess I'm gonna have to learn about all of this stuff. Okay, well, Either I'm way. sure you have some good teachers down there. That what? Can help you. <laughs> they can help me out. Mm-hmm. Um, five stars. All right, so, <laughs> so all fives. What's your what desk are you at? Number one. Okay, great. Heck yeah. I'm going back to her again because I need to go back now because I have the name of this person who sold the house in 1986. So this is how the system works. I know they sold it in 1986. I know who bought it from them. I don't know who these people who bought it in 1986 
or sold it in 1986, who they bought it from. So now I have to take their names and then go backwards from there. I'm going to have to keep on doing this until I get all the way back to 1907. That's just how I'm going to have to do it. Um, so I want to figure this out because, you know, my house has been kind of strange this entire time. And here's some of the things, though. Now that I've, I have these names of these people, these are people I've never met. I, don't even, I didn't even know if some of these people are alive uh, anymore because, I mean, this was a, quite a while ago. But I did find out something about the people who owned it during the 80s and the 90s. Okay. Um, do you have their names? I do have their names. Are they still alive? Yes, they are. They're alive. Oh, yeah. Because the magic of the internet, it's pretty easy to do some sleuthing and just uh, punch people's names into, well, I mean, Facebook's easy, of course, or Instagram. You but put you it can into the do, Googles. You put it into the Googles. There's like my mom, you could talk into your phone and say, okay, Google, and then like, you know, say the name. Yes, you can do exactly that. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to find out about criminal records. Oh. Um, and that's what I found out because... I pulled up this one person's name who lived there. One of the it was the woman. It was a husband and a wife, I believe, that were living there during the eighties and the, and the ni- late eighties. They had bought the house in nineteen eighty six. Lived there in the eighties and nineties. They uh, they got in some trouble. What do they still live in Portland? Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do because I did find them afterward. But the address listed of the where the offense happened was my house. The multiple offenses that occurred and arrests at my house concerned such things as controlled substances, distribution of controlled substances, controlled substances within a thousand feet of a school. Um, Let's see. We've got uh, something involving a vehicle. I don't really understand that. Lots of charges. Lots of offenses. So All felonies. Shit. So that must be... The gimp room, the this room, the small room dug out in your basement. It could be that was that was actually probably their grow room. Could be that would make sense. It would make sense. I mean, because all that electricity going down there, it would the make sense that they were the ones absolutely dug out. That wow, they got busted for that. So that's just what they got busted for. This is just what I found on one quick search. Of what happened. I mean, my house was in felony flats, especially proper felony flats. Oh, in the 90s? At the time, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and felony flats is the term for Portland, for the, this area of southeast Portland. It's moved over the years. It's shifted out further away from my house as the population's grown. But my house used to be square in it, like right in right in it. And, and so that's just some of the things that I'm finding out about what went on there. And this is only going back, you know, 20, 30 years. Oh, my God. There's another 80 years of history to go back through and find out what the hell happened at this place. So were they, so were they both arrested? Um, I haven't been able to find him on there. It looks like just her. But again, this is just a quick search. This is just a quick search okay. of what I've done. So there's, there's lots more. I haven't even researched the people from 1986 much, the people who owned it before that. So then what happens? So the way this works is after you figure out the people right from 1986. Now, so since so they have to like pull up the actual deed on the microfilm and to get the name of the people. So the next step, since you have the name of the people, can you go back like today and go yeah, again? I can go back today. I submit these people's names because they emailed me what the microfilm was. Now I have their name. Then I put their name into their database and then search backward and cross check it with my house as I guess how it works. And then you just keep going back until you, so it has to go by the name of the people. So I have to know who the people are. Hmm. That's the only way I can track, I guess, who owned the house. And I'm just kind of getting, starting to get kind of nervous about what I'm going to find out You're about what went on there. You're the one that's doing this. I mean, you could stop any time. I'm not going to. I know you can't, so you can't complain about it. I can't it. stop. You can't be nervous. I can't stop. I'm, I'm going to keep going. I mean, mm-hmm. I've already found a bunch of felony crimes that are going on at my house. I mean, imagine what happened in the 70s. Well, and um, didn't you say, I, I don't know if you said it on the air or if you were telling me off the air that Sally was saying that like the house, like even back then, was like a party house? Um. Well, no, she wasn't saying it was a party house. She was saying, no, the kids from the neighborhood would hang out out front of it. That's oh, okay. that's what she was talking about. Okay. Yeah. So what did happen, though, back then, I don't know. I don't know. So that's what I'm going to find out. I'm going to look through it. I'm a little bit nervous because I swear to God if I find anything that says Eunice or um, – that's has like, or has like a, a dead little boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that would well, take some Well, because that's search. what's going to happen is when you get back. I'm going to find somebody that died in the house. Well, of yeah. course you are. Of yeah. course you are. Um, 
but so you're in the 80s now. Mm-hmm. The door floors and everything. So you're in the 80s. Yeah. The door floors on your upstairs were like 70s like patterns. Sally lived there in like the mid 50s to the 60s. Yeah. So basically something probably happened between the 60s and the 70s. I don't know. I don't know. Because that's like the no man's land where you don't know where it is. Because that's well, what they I know. I don't know the- anything from when she lived there, and that was just I found out this weekend, to 1986. Well, I mean, but if, if you found that, you know, that weird, like, toy and you found, you know, the door floors and that weird wallpaper in your room, I mean, I would think that would be the 70s. So sometimes it could it be like the 60s, people after 70s, something, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, because she said that that was unfinished when mm-hmm. she was there. So that means somebody, maybe the people but after, you'd figure again, out when they did it. 30 years of time when that could have happened. That's yeah. 40, really up until I've owned it. That could be 50 years of time where that could have happened, mm-hmm. where, they, where they did that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting what I find, but yeah, I. So you're going back about. today and saying hi to your ladies. I don't have time today, okay. but I but I will be going back to my to my ladies mm-hmm. to my records ladies. They were great, five stars. <laughs> Courtney says Greg researching his house is like Sarah finishing a series on Netflix. You can't stop. I can't stop. That's totally. Exciting. I'm going all the way to 1907. <gasps> oh my god! And I'm going all the way back. Keelan for the win. Right, Sally is just trying to get back into the house so she can pull her stash out she placed in before prison. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! If did I find a stash, dis- what if there is treasure? You? What if there's treasure buried in there? These people were committing felonies. Maybe they buried their money. Oh. Hmm. No, if they live in town, they would have come and gotten it by now. Hmm. I don't know. What? Well, there's there's lots of mystery to be. Wait. So does that mean if I go to it, do I have to like own the property? Can I go down when you go and like type in the name of my no. apartment building? Yeah, you don't have to own it. So I can if go. It's and, public record. It's public record. I mean, owning a house is public record. So I can look. <gasps> I want to do this for my apartment building. Which please don't show up at my house if you figure out where I live. Yeah. Um, I don't like pop-ins, but uh, nobody likes a pop. Nobody likes a pop-in. No. Uh, but yeah, you know, you could go do that. Yeah, you could figure that out. Because I would kind of like to know the history of my apartment. I mean, that's easy to do. I, I, you might be able to find out a lot more publicly since that's a big building that's a big mm. giant building i'll mm-hmm. show you how all right because cool. there's only so much that's online but there is city of portland does do all right with all right so online. nothing creepy nothing with eunice yet nothing there yet uh we did get an interesting email though from from a listener uh from trina and trina wrote in and just says a strange thing i noticed now to understand this you have to have listened to the last three podcasts and i'm, I'm sorry normally we these are fairly standalone, but this would just make sense if you listen to the last three. She said, I've been listening to the last three Fun Employment Radio podcasts out of order these past few days, and I noticed something both interesting and terrifying. You had mentioned in the episode with the Mark Norman interview, because Mark Norman was on here, which was before the show with the lady who used to live in your house stopped by, that in your crazy, this is the all Wayne house dream, which that was my dream. Oh, the all Wayne house. There were people house. standing outside mm-hmm. saying, this is the all Wayne house. You need to get out. That there was a deck and a different back porch area in your house, which in reality does not exist. But the lady that I talked to, who who actually did live in my house in the 50s and 60s, who showed up on my doorstep over this weekend, said that there was in fact, did in fact used to be a back deck or patio area that doesn't exist anymore. And it was in the same spot where you wouldn't have anticipated a deck being that it was in your dream, right? Yep. Isn't that weird? That's a little creepy. I mean, you can trace back the episodes. I did say that. That was part of my dream. I mean, maybe just coincidence. But then that weekend, then I meet this person? I mean, I didn't even put those two and two together. If I find somebody named All Wayne on there, that's going to really Or Wayne. With... All Wayne or Wayne, yeah, yeah that's going to so, really mess maybe with in my your dream, head. It's like, it's not yours. It's All Wayne's. Oh, man. That's gonna really mess me up. Now I gotta look at their name again. Okay, no, there's no, there's a. There's all right, so we're Terry looking for two. All right, Christine Ann. Everybody out there, let's keep our fingers crossed. We're looking for a Wayne. We're looking for a Eunice. There's a Terry Lynn, Christine Ann, and a John Albert and Charlotte Ann. I'm not saying their last names because they some of this a couple of them are still around. <sighs> wow, Greg. Yeah, so we'll see what I find out. All right, this is really exciting. That was kind of unnerving. Do they have pictures? Yes, and Trina, I know what they good, look like. yeah, and mm-hmm. and good on you, Trina. That's a really good catch. I didn't even catch that. That is, and that's quite disturbing. <laughs> it's super disturbing. It's really disturbing. Uh, yeah, I know what uh, three of those four people look like. 
because they're still around and on thanks to social media. I don't think the fourth one's still alive. Okay. Does the fourth one look like anything that you've ever seen in a dream that might or might not have been actually happening? They look like old ladies. I mean, I don't, I don't know. No, not yet. I mean, they're alive. Old, old ladies do love you, Greg. They, they do. But I mean, the, these. We'll see once we go back further. The next one back. That's where we're probably getting into people that may not. Oh yeah, no, because that's no. Once the further you get, the less likely it is that they're still alive. Yeah. Whew. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X Dillon. My computer's still under the weather, and I'm using my old clunky one, so everything's running a little bit slower today, so please be patient with me. And welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, got a story out of Los Angeles. Oh, boy. Los Angeles police are on the hunt. Well, not really hunting. I mean, they're just kind of looking for them. For a duo... That they have nicknamed the Bird Poop Bandits. <laughs> the Bird Poop Bandits. Yes, police in Los Angeles are desperately seeking to identify a pair of <laughs> Bird Poop Bandits using avian droppings as a distraction to pickpocket pedestrians. How do they do this? They throw bird poop on people? Oh, Greg, I'm so glad that you asked me. So the Los Angeles Police Department the said grift? the suspects, a man and a woman, appeared to be between 35 and 40 years old. Oh, that's like our ages, Greg. But we're not in in Los Angeles, and we're not throwing bird poop at people. Well, I don't know exactly what they're doing yet. Let's find out. Uh, So what they do is uh, they did. They approached a man on Hollywood Boulevard and told him that there was bird poop on his back. Well, the pair (laughs) took his wallet. Sir, sir, there's bird poop on your back. Well, what they did is uh, while the man was distracted by them saying that they were wiping the bird poop off of his back, they stole his wallet. While they pretended to clean the feces off of his shirt. Why would you let somebody clean the bird poop off your back? That seems weird. It seems like they'd be smearing it in or something. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't want people touching me. No. Like, eh, I'll take care of my own bird poop, thanks. All right. Well, police say a second incident involving the, again, already named bird poop bandits. So was there actual bird poop or Ooh. they just said there was? It says that they said it. I mean, I got to admit, that's a pretty good... Little scam. Well, I mean, there. it's a good distraction, yeah. I suppose. Because you'd be discombobulated for a second, like, what? I got, what? Huh? Yeah, I don't think that they're actually, I don't think they have, like, it's actually involving the bird poop, but I'm not sure. But they're using it des- uh, uh, definitely to take people's things. Okay. Does so this police say the second incident involving the bird poop bandits was when they pretended a bird again had pooped on the back of someone's shirt and they then stole a camera out of his backpack? They got into the backpack they while he was doing all this. into the backpack. There was some vigorous bird poop scrubbing. Uh, so the pair were last seen leaving in a silver Nissan Rogue. Well, police have re- uh, released security camera photos of the suspects and asked anyone who recognizes the pair to contact the police. Excuse me, sir. There's bird poop on your back. Let me brush it off for you. See, this just further proves my theory that wallet chains are a real necessary thing. Wallet chains are cool. And efficient. Okay, well, we don't need to go with the whole, like, cool thing. Like, they're there. Uh, I have a wallet. Nobody's taking it and rubbing bird poop on me and stealing it. Well, we don't know if they're actually rubbing bird poop on people. I wouldn't let a stranger rub my back. No, I wouldn't either. I don't like a lot of stranger touching. But I am a hugger sometimes. Well, I'm a hugger, yeah. Yeah. But generally, I at least have met someone. Yeah. You know, we're at like a listener event or something. Mm. You know, maybe, maybe I'll. Well, I've, fine. If I had enough monkey shoulder scotch. Oh, monkey shoulder scotch. Monkey shoulder scotch. <laughs> Going to be part of the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup. Oh my goodness! All right, I thought this the story was kind of sad, but then I was thinking about it. I'm like, maybe it's not so sad. I think it's kind of uh, it's okay. All right, so this is about a hotel in Belgium. So this is a service that they offer. This is something that they pitch. Um, so it's a hotel called the Hotel Charleroi. Hotel Charleroi. Uh, near Brussels. So what it does is it offers a goldfish rental service to give lonely customers the opportunity to have something to keep them company during their stay. 
A go what? So what this is this, this <laughs> is this gonna be porny somehow? No, it's I'm not, not sure. Porny. Okay. It was just kinda no, so what this is is this uh basically this hotel has goldfish that they rent out, like in bowls, like little goldfish friends that they can rent out for patrons who are staying at the hotel who might be lonely and are wanting some company. Oh, a gold! Does a goldfish make a very good companion? I mean, I know fish people, and they love their fish. I mean, fish are great. It's not like you can pick the fish up and pet it. You know, I mean, honestly, though, that's not a bad idea to have some kind of... I mean, if you're traveling a lot and you're on your own... Just need a companion. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, that's the saddest thing. I'm like, well, if I was by myself, and it's like, oh, so what it basically shakes out to is about $4 a night to rent a goldfish, <laughs> which would be kind as, of nice. As Ed in the live chat just said, don't they have porn there or alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, you can only rent goldfish. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. So um, they've been doing this for a few years, uh, the owner says. He said, uh, we started... Uh, it was an idea to surprise our guests. Uh, so we love to see how people react so you to it. You have to pay more, though, because it's for lonely people. See, now the the problem is, is that they they're pitching say, it wrong. Yeah, they're pitching it for lonely people. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody goes up to the counter and be like, I mean, nobody wants to announce like, hey, I'm the lonely guy. Aww. I need a goldfish. I mean, that you is, know, what are they going to do? Like, you have to be like on the side, like, uh, give me one of them goldfish, too. I'm having a rough day. Yeah, you know, and then I'm imagining the bellhop's like, something to "All right, to. lonely in room two o seven. We need a goldfish to two o seven. This guy's a real downer. <laughs> Get it up there quick." Aww. You know, and then they're rushing through the lobby. Somebody with their goldfish. I mean, then they know that you're. And you just kind of watch, like, sadly skulk away, hugging. Nobody your wants bowl. to be called out as the lonely <laughs> That's guy. That's true because we're all lonely in our own ways. Well, that's, we that's don't need to be fine. carrying the goldfish and be shamed. But for I mean, it. <laughs> you know, just shame them by making them carry the goldfish across oh. the lobby. So, um, so they first came up with the idea for um, in order to keep guests entertained while they are waiting to check in. But now they rent as many as uh, they on an average they rent uh, four to five goldfish per week to people. Uh, so they said people have criticized the policy for being unfair to animals, but um, the owners assure that the fish are well cared for. Um, they've been with them for over four years now. They have a giant fish tank in the housekeeping department with a shelter, oxygen, and plants. Uh, we don't always <laughs> lend them out to people, and we make sure that it's always a safe situation. We've got a solo male going to be here for three <laughs> nights by himself. Apparently knows no one, not even any co-workers. Can Just you believe it? Yeah. What a loser. We need to get a goldfish up there right away, maybe two. <laughs> How can you make everything so Steve's mean? Steve's in room 402. <laughs> But no, oh, I'm just saying that sucks. Like, you know, if I were there on business and I didn't know anybody, maybe I'd want a goldfish in my room, but I wouldn't want anybody to know about no, it. No, I wouldn't either. That's but my you own know, business. It would be kind of fun to have a goldfish talk to you and be like, hey, do you want to watch this show? It looks pretty good. I've heard good things about it. Hello, Klaus. His name would be Klaus because he's in Belgium. So. Oh, that's why? Yeah. Okay. Klaus the goldfish. Klaus. Mm-hmm. Hi, Klaus. All right. Well, it is September, and now Oktoberfest things are starting to happen, since that doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um... Adidas, in the new spirit, or just the spirit in general, of Oktoberfest, have now released a timely pair of shoes that they are calling their beer-repellent Oktoberfest sneakers. <laughs> beer-repellent? They're beer-repellent. So there's a German uh, sneaker company called 43 Inhub. It shared a video introducing their collaboration with uh, Adidas to produce the Oktoberfest Adidas original sneaker. So uh, the majority of um, visitors are wearing the, their basic shoes and later hosen, uh, singing and dancing upon tables and enjoying the atmosphere. For those who do not want to give up their beloved sneakers, Adidas Originals now has created the perfect sneakers for Oktoberfest. So they're inspired by Bavarian leather pants and features brown leather that has been treated to be vomit and beer repellent. <laughs> vomit is included in yes. there? Yes. Uh, yes, to withstand the rigors of uh, Oktoberfest, the shoe comes with uh, as water repellent and most importantly, a beer repellent treatment. With this Oktoberfestization, whatever, the sneaker will survive every beer that is spilled upon it. So if you would like to buy these, um, they are available now. They just went on sale a couple days ago and they're sold exclusively online through that website I can't pronounce, but I'm sure you can find it if you want to. You know... I'm going to tell you, 
city of Portland, you know, there's a lot of different. We're, we're kind of a shoe hub here. There's a lot of shoe companies here. Nike's here. I thought Adidas you don't care here. about shoes. Um, I thought you said well, no, the I way care about the serial function. killers look about. Look I don't look at them for fashion. I look at them for function. Okay. I'm probably more of a Columbia kind of person. But anyway, they have a. That's that's. I don't know whether that was partly my stomach or that was partly me scooting this. Anyway, sorry it happened. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why I'm probably not going to buy any Adidas for a while. Okay. That damn Kardashian commercial where she's advertising Adidas. That turned me off of Adidas. Oh, I don't. I haven't seen it. Kendall Kendall Jenner. Oh, that's the one with all the plastic surgery, right? I don't know. I mean, she's good looking. She's. Nice to look at, I suppose, but I mean, all the pieces are there. But uh, you know, I don't, I'm not a I'm not a Kardashian person, so her advertising Adidas was annoying to me. Okay, so now you, you're going to just blackball the whole black, thing. Not that I owned any okay. Adidas already. Although, if somebody were to change my mind and give me an Adidas pass, I would certainly go there. I had a pair of Adidas. They were the coolest when I was uh, growing up. In like nah, like '93, I remember when I lived in Seattle. I had a pair of blue Adidas with the white stripes on the sides. They were so cool. When I went to that, my, this is a good story. I'm no, when I went to it. my preppy uh, rich Catholic school where I didn't fit in, that was like the one pair of shoes that I got where I was finally like hip while they were cool for like, you know, three months. I got them at the right time. I was hip. I tell you, back back in 84, I was hip, I tell you. Oh, let me tell you, I tell you. No, I was never hip. All right, I do have Ooh, one final story. Oh, doggy. Okay, that's enough. I do have one final story. So uh, anyone who has little ears listening... If you have a, um, any of your little ones, what's wrong with you, by the way? You're raising them correctly. Thank you so much. But I have a story coming up about the, uh, the tooth fairy. So, Earmuffs. Earmuffs. It's not even that bad. Like, I love how these are the things that we hold dear. Like, those are our lines. It's, yes. That's my line. I will not say so we anything. We can talk about fecal matter. And- exactly. But I'm like, I'm not going to say anything to do anything for, you know, to, for, to make any child sad. I can't do it. Nothing else we've said would, yeah. Never. I'm just saying. All right, earmuffs. But I thought the story was funny. A father in England tried to get his son to change his toothbrushing habits by deciding to leave him an official note from the tooth fairy in place of his tooth that he left under his pillow. So this guy's name is Henry Warren. He posted a picture of a professional-looking letter that looked like it was notarized and it was all typed out, signed by Barry T. Tooth, the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Barry? Is the Tooth Fairy's name is Barry? Yeah, Barry. Okay, so his name is Barry T., the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> uh, so he placed this <coughs> under his son's pillow to encourage him to improve his dental hygiene. <laughs> so, um, oh, wait, here it is. Wait, of course. See, I told you my computer's being weird. Sorry. All right, so he, sh- so he said, uh, our son is dreadful at brushing his teeth. It turns out that the Tooth Fairy had had enough. So the note informs Warren's son that his tooth has been taken in for processing due to its poor condition payment, and the tooth fairy uh, payment has been delayed since the tooth was in such poor condition. He Wait, said, it's been... Can you say it again? Yeah, hang on. I'm sorry. It, it, this really... This copied weird? I, hang on. I'm having... So basically, just backstory really quick. My other computer is in the shop, so I'm using this one that uh, the keyboard doesn't work and the mouse pad doesn't work, so I have a separate keyboard and a separate mouse attached to this very slow computer. That is kind of not working very well, so I'm try- I'm trying. All right, so basically, what he did is he wrote a letter to his son expressing the fact that his teeth were in poor con- in poor condition. They needed to be uh, analyzed by higher up people in the Tooth Fairy Committee in order to see if he deserves any payment because he hasn't been taking proper care of them. So they had to be sent to like the Tooth Fairy Lab. Yes, he said. So he described the young boy's poor dental habits, including improper brushing techniques and excessive amounts of candy and soda. So this is all a letter from Barry. T. Tooth Fairy. Barry T. The Tooth Fairy. They said, when we get teeth, we expect a certain amount of wear and tear on the teeth we appraise. However, in this case, your tooth has to be referred up to the committee for further analysis. Now, we believe this is due to a lack of care of attention by yourself. We have detected (laughs) that we have found trace amounts of Fanta and residual (laughs) amounts of both cereal and chocolate, which have not been removed by appropriate brushing techniques. We recommend you review your practice here as a matter of urgency. Uh, The letter closed with a gentle warning that he would not receive payment for his next tooth. If it arrived in similar condition, <laughs> it says, Mr. Warren, we will accept the tooth on this occasion, but we'll need your assurances that the condition of your next tooth will be significantly better or we will be withholding payment to you, <laughs> which is just genius. 
that's the way awesome. to get your kids to brush oh, their no, teeth. Oh, no, that's pretty good. Yeah. Berry Tea Tooth Fairy. Berry Tea the Tooth Fairy. Sincerely, Berry Tea the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> so there you go, all you oh, tooth yeah, fairies awesome. out there. That's your word of advice. Messing with kids. And that's a world of crazy. Um, I know we've only got a f- little bit of show left. I need to I need to get some things in, and then we need to get to our Harry Potter information, whatever you got to give me. Oh, my gosh. All right, I like how you sprung this on me, because I don't really... I'm, I'm, try- I'm going to give you what I want. I don't know if it's right or not. Well, I, I don't... Why, how would I know? Okay, that's true. So it's just kind of the Harry Potter blind leading the Harry Potter blind. Well, you're supposed to be an expert. You've well, I mean, read I'm all not of an the expert. books. Yes, I read all the books. I saw all, all the, movies, the movies. But I've also read a lot of books and seen a lot of movies since then. I mean, I don't remember all of it. I remember the important parts. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. And we're only doing one thing here in Ball Talk today. And it's this. It has to do with the fact that the NFL season starts tonight. The NFL back in action. It is week one, the Thursday night games. Uh, there was going to be... There's going to be two games tonight. Miami and Tampa Bay were going to be playing, I think, at Tampa Bay. But uh, those games are canceled because of uh, Hurricane Irma. Oh, man. Yeah, they were talking about maybe... Or maybe... I, I, I take that back. The game was going to be this weekend, and then they were going to move it to Thursday to try to, uh, to miss, get it in yeah. and miss the hurricane. And they just decided to cancel it all together, which was just the right move to do. I mean, think about all those players and everything. I mean, they're... They live there, you know. Yeah. They can't go on a trip and, and also play everybody a football else is like game and then have to get ready to get out. Really save their belongings and they're like, "Where should we move our football game to?" Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They they cancel it. So they're going to do that on uh, week eleven. They each lose a bye when they're their bye week, but that's fine. It'll all work out. Uh, regardless, the NFL season. and We'll talk more about that here in a minute. Uh, the NFL season does start tonight. 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 And uh, tonight we're going to be getting the Chiefs and the Patriots playing each other. Chiefs and the Patriots. Patriots, so that's, Patriots the, the, that's the deflate gate, right? That's deflate gate. The defending NFL champions, Super Bowl champions, Tom Brady and his uh, Patriots. Take it on the Kansas City Chiefs tonight to start off the NFL season. And because it is the start of a brand new season of major sports. Much like I did with the Major League Baseball season when I predicted that Chicago Cubs would win win it before the season started, and yes, they did win it. And what, now this year, who's it? It's the... Washington Nationals. Oh, yeah, I don't even remember the name of that team. Are going to win Are they still in the, the running for becoming America's next top World Series winner? Sure they are. I'm assuming. Um, <coughs> it is time for me to predict... Who will win the Super Bowl? So, Sarah, I've taken a lot of, lot of, lot of time to go through the numbers, to crunch the numbers on this, to try to figure this out, to see who is going to actually come out on on top. And it's a tough decision to make. You know, you do have the Patriots. They're coming back. They're they're doing all right. They lost one of their receivers. They do have Oregon State alum Brandon Cooks, though. That's a that's a bonus. Oregon State Beaver Brandon Cooks is on the team. So I give them credit for that. That's a smart move. But then you have some other teams. You have the Seattle Seahawks up north of here. Kind of primed to get back into the action. You have the Green Bay Packers. New York Giants gave them a lot of consideration. But no, there is one team that I believe is going to win the Super Bowl this year. I believe it'll be the final season for one of their players. And I think he's going to go out on top. So this is who I think is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Here we go. Here we go. I thought they would say the name of the team right there. The Pittsburgh Steelers will win the Super Bowl. Have you told that to Bozick yet? Oh no. Cheer the Steelers back in the goal. Oh, Bozick is gonna murder you. Heart and soul. The Steeler Nation has the best fans. We are from Pittsburgh, the six-time Super Bowl champion. Here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers will be your Super Bowl champions in 2018. Really? When the Super Bowl is played. Yep, I believe so. I believe the Patriots are going to have a bad year. 
I think something's going to happen. I don't want that to happen. I have Tom Brady on my on my fantasy football team. God, people in fantasy football. But I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers will win the Super Bowl. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah, we know a lot Keelan of Steelers. says one more city Greg can never visit. Chicago loves me. <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. Cool, but I did for them. We've now, but now we've met a bunch of like Bozick Steeler friends too, and they're all kind of like they're tough. Yeah. Oh no, Pittsburgh people are totally that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to tell them all that you just jinxed their team. This is super exciting for me. I have jinx, or maybe they're going to be thanking me. Maybe they'll be buying me a bunch of drinks and being like, "Dude, thank you so much. That was really cool of you." to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers when they get their championship. All right, let's talk about a little bit of Harry Potter here before we get a wrap-up. So this is for the Rose City Comic Con, uh, which is taking place this weekend uh, here in Portland. Sarah's going down, too. You're going to be there for I'm not hosting. Yeah. I didn't get asked to. Well, I'll be... I'll, I'll be no, I'll, it's okay. We all know who the real talent is. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, I'll clap for you. Uh-huh. That's the one who's been on Portlandia more than me. So, point <laughs> as an extra. Okay. Uh, uh, so, one of the panels is going to be about Harry Potter, and that's one of the ones I'll be at. I have not watched a ton of Harry Potter. I've seen like two of the movies. I have not read any of the books. It's not that I have anything against it. I just I never got into it. <laughs> so, I, but I can't. I can't admit that when I'm up there. So, Sarah. All right, I'm, I'm Can trying you help to find me some with random something. facts. All right, like, do you need like some random facts? Is that what you need? Do you want a basic Harry Potter quiz? <laughs> I don't know. I All don't right. know anything. I, this was your idea. You were going to help me out here All right. with the Harry Potter. All right. So here, so here's a fun fact you can bring up. Uh, J.K. Rowling, who mm-hmm. is who? J.K. Rowling's the author. She is the author. Yeah. Her and Harry Potter, the fictional character, share an actual birthday, July 31st. Okay. Think that's going to come up a lot? I mean, I don't know. Okay, July 31st. July 31st is a big day. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm just... A, do you know how hard it is to, like, try and find, uh, like, not end up, like, 28 things you thought you were a fan of Harry Potter but didn't know and now you know? I'm like, this is so random. I don't even understand what I'm reading. <laughs> okay. I don't feel like you're helping me a lot. Greg, well, you didn't really give me much of a choice. All right, here. How about I give you a quiz? Okay. I didn't get a lot of chance to prep today. We were doing a lot of other stuff. All right. Should I just do the... Do you want to try and do a Harry Potter quiz? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be worse off by listening to you right now than rather than helping me. When I told Sarah about this a couple of days ago, she's like, okay, I'm going to help you. We'll do a... We'll but do then some you reminded me like three minutes before the show started, and I totally had forgotten to look for it. Let's just give you a quiz. You got to play this along. This is like the whiniest Harry Potter quiz I think I've ever... I've ever heard. Oh, cool, because it's over. <laughs> okay, all right, well. Okay. I, guess I was going to try and help you, and you're being all snarky. Okay. Do you do you want a quiz? Well. Greg. Yeah. Stop. I what? mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. That was the whole... I thought you were going to help me out. Well, I would have helped you out if you would have reminded me more than three minutes before the show started. Okay. We can do it tomorrow. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Well, if anybody out there can help me out, uh, feel free to email funemploymentradio@gmail.com and let me, uh, let me know what you can help me out with. Oh, my God. I am melting over here. Okay. There we go. All right. So uh, why don't we move on then? I guess that was it for the big tease. That's all we got. <laughs> I'm that's, sorry. Uh, that's again. So all I've learned is Muggalo. So that's the only thing <laughs> out of the giant show long tease is Muggalo. And when is uh, Harry Potter's birthday? July 31st. So that's that's. You're welcome. all I got out of that. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and do a couple of uh, happy birthdays. We do have two to uh, two of our, our good friends who are down in Mexico right now. We need to say happy birthday to Danny and Heather. Oh, it's both of their birthdays? It's the, both of their birthdays. They're like back to back. I'm off a, I'm off a day or two. Okay. But, you know, it's happening right, right now anyway. But it's close so. enough. Happy birthday, right. Daddy and Heather. Happy birthday, Danny and Heather. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. 
All right. Well, happy birthday to you, too. Well, don't you need to get on the phone with somebody for your fancy thing? I do. I do here in a minute. Um, But I do want to say thank you to everybody who tunes into Fun Employment Radio. Seriously, we really, really do appreciate it. And, um, you know, September 17th is our live show. Come out to that 11 a.m. We've got tons of stuff for that. We'll have more information going up, too, on the website about that. Uh, But also, save December 2nd. That is a big, big day. Mm-hmm. A big day in for Fun Employment Radio, December 2nd of this year here in Portland. Uh, make your travel plans if you need to do so because it's going to be a fun one. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a big event coming up on that day. Yes, and we are so excited. We're already prepping for it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that's going to go into it. So it's, it's going to be exciting, December 2nd. Save that day to fly here, fly into town. Um, or, you know, just come down the street Also, if here. <laughs> yeah, if you already live here, yeah. Uh, also, uh, just want to say to everybody down in Florida, stay safe. Yeah, that, uh, we're thinking of and, you. And, and Puerto Rico, we've got listeners in Puerto Rico and all over the place. I mean, we're really fortunate on that. And so just, uh, man, stay safe, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Hurricane Irma looks gnarly. God. That's all I'm going to say. Not not anything you don't already know. Hurricanes and floods and fires. It's yeah. just a, it's nuts. Yeah, it is absolutely insane right now. So we are thinking of y'all. Absolutely. The school is Hatworks. Okay, Hatworks. says Desmond. All right, I'll keep that yes. one in mind. All right. Um, I also don't, you have to remember that Voldemort is Harry's best friend in the world. Yep, I knew that part already. Mm-hmm. And Ron and Hermione are the bad people. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into our show. As I just said, we really, really do appreciate it. Uh, big thank you to all the brewers. They're going to be part of the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup. So Coming up excited. September 17th. Ah, that's 10 days from today. Fun Employment Radio live show. I can do math. At the Landmark Saloon, 447 Southeast Division. The headmaster is Gandalf. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doby likes the classic dog-like character. Plays like the classic dog-like character. We'll give you all. I'm sorry, Greg. I dropped the ball. I'm going to give you some real facts tomorrow, Okay. Okay. Just a, a little bit All of right. a redo. Uh, remember, tomorrow uh, we will be on at a different time, and we don't know exactly what time yet because we're going to be going early uh, because of everything else that's happening tomorrow. So we'll let you know on Twitter. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>